0: Om Yang Brahma Bharunendra Rudra Marutaha Stunvanti Dev Vaistavaihi shang Shangapadakramo Gayanti Yang Samagaha Dhyana Bastitatadgatena Manasha Pashyanti Yang Yogino Yashyantam Nabidu Suragana shura Devayatasmai Namaha Om Shanti 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 Our salutations to the Supreme Being who is one without a second whom the sages call by various names. Our salutations to Him whose glory has been sung to the rapturous hymns of the scriptures of the world, but whose limitless and infinite glory none can comprehend. But again, whom the sages and devotees realized within their hearts in their deepest contemplation, Him we salute again and again. Today, Our topic is Krishna, his life and teaching. This is a very common topic everywhere we speak about it. And this month being celebrated as the birth uh, celebration of Sri Krishna, just it happened the other day. Krishna some people say is a mythical figure some say is a historical we take it as a historical person and his unique life and character have guided the whole of indian spiritual tradition for a long, long time. It is, his life is so vast and so diverse, it is very difficult to study and because there is not authentic such descriptions excepting in the book of the Bhagavat. Other Puranic books are also, we can find out, but it is very difficult to comprehend the unique personality who appeared as Sri Krishna we find unique characteristics in the life of Sri Krishna is this two aspects one we find from the highest standpoint as per description of what is the life and what is the contribution? What is the significance of Sri Krishna? What he has written in the very introduction of this book, which is the Bhagavad Gita, Shankara's commentary at the beginning, introduction to this Bhagavad Gita. That is a super work and it's wonderful to know who Shankara looks upon Sri Krishna. And also what was his contribution? That is in this very spiritual domain. But at the same time we find Sri Krishna was a personality ground to the earth. He is the example of how to live in the world, how to fight against odds and negatives how to hold on to truth and virtue in life and how the society can be a better society for living with people of different categories and as we find that we think normally the Hindu tradition is that First of all, we take it for granted that Sri Krishna is God. He is called the incarnation of Vishnu, the Lord Vishnu. And naturally, many stories have, we find in the life of Krishna, which is sometimes it is difficult to believe, but at the same time it is difficult to disbelieve. First of all, if we find that someone gives some advice from a high pedestal, that's one type of spiritual advice, but when you find how he himself lives under that circumstances, and how he transcends all these trifles of life and keeps the equanimity of the mind and spirit. How he is ever peaceful, ever joyful, ever calm and serene in the most odd circumstances and situations. He is a unique personality. He was the maker of the kings. Based on truthfulness, on his ideal king, he himself tried to avoid that position. He was doing everything But he is detached. The unique characteristic, what the whole Bhagavad Gita teaches, what we read the Bhagavad, the Bhagavad, the ideal is presented there. That we can live in the world, how can we live detached? The whole essence of the Gita, Bhagavad Gita says, detached, detached, detached. You live in the world, but don't take the pain of the world. Do your duties boldly with all your responsibilities as is given to you in whatever level you are. But at the same time, try to be detached and try to keep your peace. Let your inner peace not be disturbed or touched by anyone in the world. And he stands for that ideal. Even if you find... Swami Sahanandaji is very interested in Mahabharata and we are observing that Mahabharata. Whatever you see, it is always of ideology, of principles. At the same time, you find whenever you see Krishna, what attracts me, even who has played in the role of Krishna, such equanimity, such peacefulness, such serenity in the battlefield, in the field where people are going to kill each other. It is not an advice in a temple inside, where all are devotees and all are meditating and we are talking about smilingly, cheerful things. But in the odd situation of life, one was going to kill another. But at the same time, for the ideal, love for the ideal, for dedication for the cause of the highest truth how one can do the duties but unattached so we find two characteristics one is the human characteristic another is the divine characteristic as we take it as divine characteristic he is super, as all the incarnations Krishna, Rama uh, Buddha they are in divine nature they are all perfected being and they have come Just to be in the human birth and to show us some direction in life, that's good. But another is the human aspect, that how he is working in day-to-day life, in all the odd situations. Sri Krishna's life, we find that he was born, as we all know, he was born where? Not in a pleasant, uh, cheerful environment. He was born in a prison. Dungeon of a prison, and his, his, from the very birth, he is always facing the challenge of death. The Kongso is trying to kill him. A baby born, and every day there is the fear of killing. At the very beginning itself, he was born, and then Anyhow, there is a miraculous story. Then Krishna, the god, appeared and said that, take this baby and escort to the other side of the river. Anyhow, those stories you all know. Then, But we find that from the early childhood, when he was born, from that very time we find that he is facing the challenges of death, and uncertainty of life. But in that uncertain situation of life, he is in his own grandeur. When he is a baby, when he is a young man, when he is adult, when he is matured, in all these situations, the peace and the harmony, the joy, what is found in his face, remains tranquil and undisturbed. So that is the unique human characteristic. We find that in Sri Krishna, the other six, seven brothers were all, not six brothers were killed, seventh brother was his elder brother, and he was transferred to to be um, in the Rohini's uh, womb, and eighth is he himself. We find that Krishna is under the conspiracy of uh, his uncle he is always trying to kill him so he sent some demon demon in the form of breastfeeding so comes one demon eh? but it is miraculous, the stories are all miraculous then there is a story that oh god will suck the Breast of that demon lady Who will be ultimately released from bondage So anyhow But it is not a matter of joke That the baby is to be killed With carrying poison in the breast And when the baby will suck the milk And the baby will die But he is challenging that And smiling And then killing that It is called the Putana There is a story of another Sokota Asura One demon uh, who was going to kill him, and he was killed. Uh, he became very heavy and heavy and heavy, like that. And Trinavarta, another. So, the one after another, the Kongsu is sending somebody to kill, Krishna. And he is, every day, in that situation, surviving as a baby, and doing the miracles as is the God's play going on. Then Batsasur, Bakasur, all those names you will find. I don't want to burden you with all the names. But it is surprising to know uh, that how many such demon or demoniac people sent by Kongso to kill him. And he is doing as a divine child without any... Anxiety or worries, is killing. Okay, you may say that is extremely divine. A baby is doing that. But next, when he grows, grew up, his whole life was not a very pleasant thing. We only see Krishna as playing with the gopis. That's why Swami Vivekananda said that we need that Krishna, the warrior Krishna, who stood and fought again in just against all injustice that krishna we need not that krishna who only stole what is called the butter <laughs> and sang and danced in joy with the gopis that is a pleasant days but that was not pleasant even in there there are so many stories where some demons are tormenting the people and he has to come in rescue um, them. So, and the Kangsha ultimately when he grew to a, a little stronger a young child and then his uncle Kangsha uh, felt uh, love for Krishna and asked both the brothers to come. Uh, he has not seen them for a long time so wants to see Krishna and Balaram, And when they came we find that he has been put uh, to fight with the uh, uh, mad elephant, so that he can be pressed. Mad elephant can press and kill Krishna. Then he started uh, with what you call wrestling, big wrestlers of the country, to fight with the child, uh, which is who was playing with the gopis in the Vrindavan. Now he is here, uh, but you know he is twelve years boy, as per. Description of the Bhagavat Krishna was by that time only 12 years Boy So 12 years boy to come And the uncle is very gracious To See him Out of love And putting him to fight with the wrestlers the, The strongest Wrestler of his kingdom And then he won By another putting to fight That 12 years boy Fighting with the big fighters of that time and ultimately he has to kill everyone Kongsha these and his eight brothers seven brothers and all this these are the life if we look at the life he was the source of power but he was such a person totally detached whatever duty is coming he is performing that duty and his hands off that greatness, that is the lesson which we can take from Sri Krishna. And we know all the reading the um, Geet, Bhagavad Gita, only the whole Gita is replete with this one thought. Ah, be detached, be detached, be detached. Live in the world, be detached, and don't get entangled into anything in the world. Do everything as a duty. <coughs> And we find that Sri Krishna knew even, he was, the, uh, he was the orchestrator or you can say the guide in the whole of the Mahabharata war. There also he is standing for justice, there also he is standing for truth and virtue. And then even when he was attacked by Jarasandha seven, eight times, he forgave, forgave, forgave. And then ultimately he killed them. Even his own family, the Krishna's own family. He he he, he didn't marry, but he was married because to give rescue, uh, shelter to the queens of different countries which were tormented by the demoniac people. So when they, they were killed, so they took refuge and they thought Krishna is God. So they wanted to, Krishna to marry them. So that was the way Krishna had so many wives as it is said. Many people say, oh Krishna's life is all, uh, he is like any other king having so much, so many women and so many things, dancing, singing, whole life. No, his life was only totally selfless and it was only like to give help and solace to the people. Even when he knew that his own children, his own family, they will be destroyed, he was totally detached. He knew that when Sri Krishna's own family member become very powerful and strong, as you know when power power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely, and if the person is not grounded on the virtues and values naturally the power will be, the expression of power will be destruction for others. So when they started even ridiculing the sages and saints and sages, then they cursed and the destruction of the family is coming. They are fighting amongst each other. And they are drinking and mad and obsessed with things. And that started the dying, killing of their own family members. But Krishna knew all this being the lord of the world but he was totally detested he did his duty but his hands was off and you know the death of krishna was like that he was standing he was sitting in a branch of a tree in the forest and one hunter came and from a, his his uh, feet was dangling and it looked like that of a bird's eye or something huh? from a distance the hunter thought that it is some bird sitting over there and a poisonous arrow hit him and he ultimately had to die. But when that hunter came, he was full of compassion. He said, don't don't worry, it was to happen like that. And that's why you become an instrument only. See, the same philosophy working all through the life. What is our karma? Our karma takes us through different stages and through the karma we go beyond karma we must have to do our duties you cannot escape from your life you cannot escape from your fundamental responsibilities but do what is comes but learn how to be free from attachment and how to enjoy freedom of life so this is the I just try to give a, a little view of what Sri real life was, and that life was dedicated for the cause of the good of humanity. But that spiritual value, what is, of course, linked together, here it is, Sankara Charjo has mentioned that. So I will go for the rest of the time to the Sankara's commentary, what he talked. Maybe you have heard it many times, but it is the masterpiece. Uh, amongst the Shankaras' commentaries, this is one of the masterpiece which he wrote in the very introduction of this Bhagavad Gita. So it is said that when uh, Shankara says that that Lord of the Universe created this whole universe creating this he planned how this universe will stay on in its own pristine glory. So he created some people who will go in the path of life going to the path of experiencing the fun and joy of life and responsibilities of life that is called the Prabhitti lakshmana that means who goes to the path of worldly life or enjoying the life, going through the, the the life as given to the uh, every created being to see to enjoy the life and another is the nivritti lakshman lakshana that means that which which goes for the renunciation path of renunciation so the Shankara says Swabhagavan that lord of the universe Shishtvaidam Jagat creating this universe this, this world to make it stable and permanently go on thinking that how it will be sustained, he created some marichi, etc., he has created that type of people who will procreate and fill the world with human beings to go through the experience of life and take them to the path of enjoyment. And also he taught them the what is the scriptural guidance not like reckless enjoyment but it is a vedic injunctions in the path of the vedic injunctions so that spiritual tradition how one will go through the experience and get out of the bondage of life so he taught them and anyan and another he created sonaka Like four sages Who, Utpadya, creating them He taught Nivritti Lakshanam Dharma He taught them that path of total renunciation Detachment, total detachment They don't enter into the life at all They see and try to keep themselves away from it And be established in their wisdom and that is called the path of renunciation. Nivhityi lakshanam dharmam. What is that? Jnana, vairagya, lakshanang. That path is the path of knowledge, jnana. That path is the path of vairagya, renunciation. Total detachment. And total absorption in God. So that, these two paths he has created from the very beginning, God created like that. And these two types of path were very pristine from the very beginning Household life is not bad if it is following the direction of the scriptures and going through the experiences and moving more on and on and establishing a good society, noble society so that was the, the ideal of the worldly life as also the life of renunciation life that's also pristine but what happens Shankara says these two types of preaching was done by God when he created. But this is for the purpose of sakshat, obbhudvaya, Sohe sohetu. One for the flourishing in life. You get name, fame, power, position. You develop in science, art, literature and all these things. Obbhudvaya, which, which brings your... Uh, rising of your own, all the talents, potential talents. And another, nishtreyasya, total renunciation, and realize God here and now at this point. So these two dharma, these two ideas were given to some quality people. So brahmanadvai, bodhanibhi, aswamebhi, it was given to some quality people who understands his meaning, have the capability to practice That type of, they are called the Brahmins, not. What was understood later on, and which has become a curse in the Hindu society, saying that all the caste system, caste system. But caste system was that they are capable of holding these higher virtues. They are called the Brahman. And Brahman also there, and also the other. Their warrior class, their business class, all these classes have been created by God himself. According to Shankara, And they were all pristine. They are very dutiful. They are very perfect in their own responsibilities. And they were for the good of the society. Blending a perfect society. This was created. But what happens? no, kaleno As it happens, desire, lust, greed comes in the mind of human beings so whether a monk or whether a householder is not the question this comes this desire the lower tendencies develop because of the tamas quality rajas quality as a result kaleno as it went on for a longer time these high values it was as lost and lost it becomes it, its strength its purity sanctity become less and less. And as a result, when the discrimination, the knowledge of discrimination, right and wrong, what should be done, what should not be done, this type of understanding got mixed up. That means in a bad society what happens when bad is considered to be good. So when that type of degradation came, when the righteousness huh, was subdued by unrighteousness. And that time, to establish Jagatasthiti Puripala issue to make the world again stable, stabilize, make it balance, bring it back to its, its pristine purity. What happened? So Adikarta, that Lord of the universe, who is the earliest of the early creation, say that is Narayana. He is called the Narayana, he is called the Vishnu. What he did? Bhavmasya Brahmanaha Brahmanatasrakshanartam. Very important word. He descended, God Himself descended, to keep the Brahmins. See, the point and their Brahmanatva, the quality of Brahminism, to protect the Brahmins and the quality of Brahminism, he descended himself. That Vaidika dharma, that the dharma, that righteousness, that religion of the Vedas, and so that that all the divisions of the society's activity goes on perfectly well so God incarnated and he says how the God can incarnate that is the philosophical point that that God is absolute God is Satchidananda how he will incarnate so Shankara says now Krishna's advent is coming here he says such a Bhagavan that Bhagavan Bhagavan means that absolute Brahman who with Maya thought that I shall be many and he created these two different paths and created two different groups of people who will be one going to the path of total renunciation, another will go to the experience of life. So, that Bhagavan who is Gyano, Aisharya, Shakti, Balobirjate, Jyobi, Sampanna, who is always endowed with the spirit of Jnana, means knowledge. Our knowledge sometimes clouded gets clouded our wisdom gets mixed up with unwise thoughts but God when he incarnates even his knowledge never gets clouded they may be in the human body but they are not clouded in their understanding so the Gnana, the knowledge, the power And the oisharjo, the power, the power of lordliness, creation, sustenance, maintenance, destruction, all these powers, they come. As as we know, if a king, it is a better example, Ramakrishna gave that example, uh, incarnations are like king visiting his own country in disguise. When king comes in disguise, he looks like ordinary man. But his power, his wisdom, his knowledge, and his controlling power is not left somewhere else. So, here, when God comes down, so he, the knowledge which he had, the lordliness, which is his potential nature, oishwajya, yain shakti, the strength, bolo, birjo, his strength, energy, splendor, who he's endowed with all these wonderful qualities, he is constantly engaged with this power, even so what he does. Trigunat Mikam Bhishnabing Swang Mayang His own Maya, his own power. He puts a mesmerism before him. Eh? And he puts such a veil that people Think that he is like us. When Krishna came, he is like us. Buddha came, he looked like us. Ramakrishna came, he looked like us and walked and in the, eat and sleep like us. So though he is endowed with this all divine virtues, but he accepted these three gunas, Sattiko, Rajashika, Tamashika, even if you find Sattiko qualities. Compassion, love, all these things are there. Rajasa activity is there. You find in Vivekananda, moving from one part to the other part. Buddha, a man of illumination, moving from one part of India to the other part. Shankaracharya, a man of wisdom, and established in the Samadhi, he is moving to the length and breadth of India, not by plane today, as we go, but by foot. And he is facing challenges. Diverse challenges. But keeping the mind perfectly peaceful and delivering the message of eternal peace and blessedness. So, he, by his own magical power of three gunas, Triguna Atmakam, Vaishnaving, it is the power of Vishnu, that's the Vaishnavi. It is the power of Lord, Lordly power. He swung mayam, it is his power. We are, we are, we are forced to, to be born as a human being why because we are under maya but god is not under anybody but he have self-imposed on him that maya and he appears that's why as a human being that is the distinction between we the ordinary people and the divine personality so it says that's Vaishna being, swang, mayang, Mool of vasi-krityo. He, he has his full control over his maya, and controlling that, he who is ajaha, who is birthless, who is abbaya, who is imperishable, who is Mishara, who is the lord of the whole creation of the galaxies and stars and planets and everything, a man, human, subhuman, God's angels. He is the Lord of all. Bhutanamisharas Nityo Shuddha Buddha Mukta samav He is eternally pure. We ought to be purified. But God is pure. He is already, essentially, He is stillness. So, Shuddha Buddha, He is always full of wisdom and knowledge. Mukta, He is always free. Nobody can bind him. pishran, though he is of that nature of eternal, eternal pure purity, eternal wisdom of the knowledge of eternal freedom and eternally liberated. So, being these also, he saw maya by his own pristine power of controlling his own maya he appears, dehavan evo, jāta, evo, as if he is born. He is born in the prison of Kansa's prison. Eh? He was born as a baby. He cries out, Ramakrishna eh? is born. And the mother couldn't find where right, the baby. Baby is slipped into the uh, oven. Eh? There is an access of the oven. <laughs> of course, not the the oven is dead oven. The ashes are there after cooking. Anyhow. So it is born. He cries like a baby. He drinks milk like a baby. He walks like a baby. He steals like another stealing, another children do, do mischief like that. Huh? Stealing milk, stealing the, the, the clothing of other ladies. Huh? Krishna is a boy boy, don't blame Krishna, he's a boy, six, seven years boy playing like that. Uh, he has no sense of sex, so that concept is totally different. But point is that this type of frolic things, this, this type of play, he behaves like any ordinary human being. Uh, so, Ojo, he's birthless, deathless, etc., but so maya He is born Like as if He has a human body Deho He has a physical Deho As if He is Crying Weeping Playing at Why he does all this? For the welfare Of the humanity Question may come Why God has to be Coming down like this And take all much, So much trouble If he is God He can do it by himself Is it not? Our common when I was a young boy, I used to listen to these Krishna stories. And it's very troub- it was troublesome to me. Why so much suffering he will have to undertake? If he is God, he can manage it. He can, Krishna, Kongso can be killed anyway. If he wishes this moment, he will be killed. Why he used to be born and he is now playing and he is fighting with the wrestlers and going under to fight with an um, elephant? Why this fun is going on? No. If he can do, we don't know. To set an example, loka anu kurman, for the humanity to know, yes, he was God, but he was born like this, and he went through this suffering. What about you and me? We'll have to go through it. Be bold and stand on your own strength. So here, it is said that loka anu kurman, to do good to the humanity, for the welfare of the world, he took this physical body. And and is it any need of his own? We are all born here as human beings for our own need. But God, descends only, not for his own needs, but for the cosmic play and good of the whole world. Sapra yano abhavayopi greekshaya. Being very compassionate to the created beings and not for his own self-interest, he and to preach to the world this two paths of liberation. One path to the householder's life, another path of total renunciation. These are the two basic religion. Bhutan Bhidikand Dharmadvayam. These two paths has been taught, to Arjuna, he addressed to the Arjuna, Arjunayo, who is that Arjuna? He is like us, he has become like us, no he is not, he is a powerful man, but, Shoko moho, maho, udahu nimagnayo, as if he is sinking, in the ocean of, ocean of shoka, despair, Sa- Um, anxiety what will happen how can I fight with them though he knows that there is just war but to for the good of the society there should be some this type of power show of power so that evil do not raise their hoods but knowing all these see this he was subdued with so-called delusion with this grief, with this delusion, he was sinking in that and Sri Krishna taught him this address, these responses of the Gita. And why he taught to Arjuna? He could have taught any other person. Shankara is very logical, so he always puts very logical statements. He says, Gunadhi koi higrihitha Anasthiyama If you teach something, you want to propagate your philosophy, you just catch some big scholars and give it into their brain. Then it will be taken, accepted by the public. But if you go to tell 20 people who have no power in the society, you teach this, it will have no effect in the whole society. So that's why he selected Arjuna. The most powerful person in physical strength, in intellectual understanding, who can see the cosmic form of the Lord, who can absorb that, who have the right earnestness as a student to know the truth and also to have the capability to fight against injustice. So he selected such a person like Arjuna. You may say, why? Ramakrishna had so many met so many people why he, he has selected Vivekananda. You know, Vivekananda is the brightest brain... most intellectual, and most challenging. But if you can convince him, see, Ramakrishna, what he did. He did not go to preach all over the world himself. He selected a man, a found, a challenging man, and he liked that. He every spirituality should be challenged if it is true. You have to be reasonable and it should be rational at the same time. One who is ready to respond to the challenges. And he liked that. And he selected Vivekananda. And see. And he note, ultimately Ramakrishna wrote, Naren will teach. Huh? And when he will roar in home and in outside. <coughs> and you see, Swami Vivekananda was just... Preaching what Ramakrishna, he said, I never saw any said anything what I didn't learn from Ramakrishna. So he preached all over the globe. One person enough. He selected such a person like Arjuna, and what the message was given to the world is is Ramakrishna's message of harmony, of peace, of God realization as the goal of life. All these noble virtues have been presented. So, it is the same Sri Krishna selected Arjuna and through him he gave his bold message. Tang dharmam bhagavata jathopo what it was advised to Arjuna that ultimately beda vyasa sarvagya bhagavan beda vyasa, vyasa who is the lord who, who has the infinite memory of wisdom <coughs> that he has been recorded here in the 700 verses. Now, this science of Gita is the quintessence of all that goes under the name of the Vedas. Actually, that's why it's called Upanishads. It is the essence of the Upanishads. saro, Cream of the Upanishads. You need not have to read the Upanishads. But if you read this, you know what is the essential ideal of the ideas of the Upanishads and Vedas. But it is very difficult to grasp. That's why he says that this explanation has been given. But in this Gita Sastra, this is the important point is that how to live in the life, Gita suggests. You know Gita, Gita we discuss in many places. Gita, the main point is that we have to live in the world. Krishna is not allowing Arjuna to be a monk. Look at that. He says, I don't want to fight, though it is a, right, a good fight, a right fight, righteous fight, to destroy the evil, but I don't want to fight. I want to be a monk. I will rather beg from door to door. And I don't want to kill my uh, relatives and friends, eh? oh, who, my, who are my, relative, with my blood relations. I don't want to do that. But Arjuna was persuaded with reason and truth, and said that do your duties you cannot escape so here is the greatest lesson what krishna's life can give us that it is we must have to perform whatever comes good or bad pleasant or unpleasant it's not the question but we all have to reach a state which is called in happiness in 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 pain in pleasure and pain to be equal equanimity keep the equanimity Sukhe, samikritva, Lava labhu, jaya, Jayu, tato, juddhaya, jajasya. Get engaged in the fight of the life. Joyo, or ajayo. Victory comes or failure comes. We think failure is failure. Failure is no failure. In the spiritual sense, it takes us to God. Failure or success is not the question. Doing is the question that is the gita's ideal but you try to do it perfectly so that you succeed but if it does not you need not have to be crying and sitting idly and saying oh oh, this is bad be bold you did your duty and what has come accept it challenge and that will give the perfect state of equilibrium of the mind and if one follows this ideal of equilibrium to keep the mind in peace. How many times from morning till we go to bed, every day we cry and weep. Because we are weak. Because we think it should be like this. We, 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 we spend our sleepless night, why? What is going to happen? What is going to happen is not the question. What is the contribution, my contribution? To make it perfect as it is And let rest is God's hand Hands off This is one principle If one takes the whole essence of the Gita is one word And Ramakrishna is the best person To uh, make a synopsis of the Bhagavad Gita What he said The Gita is the teachings of Krishna And what is the Gita's essential teaching He said Gita chant ten times what become, What it becomes, Gita, 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 Gita. And then you Tagi, Tagi, Tagi. Sanskrit is Tagi and Teagi. Teagi means renunciate. Is the same word. See, he didn't read the commentaries and other things, but he knows the meaning of it. And that is the Krishna's life. Teago. Teago means detachment. Teago does not mean just go into the forest. Even Ramakrishna came. His children wanted to go into the forest and be wandering monks and live in the caves. But it's not allowed by Ramakrishna and Holy Mother and Vivekananda. They forced them to push into the society and to face and be as a part of the society to try to help God in human being. Do your duty, not that you can solve all the problems of life Neither of the society But always an effort to do good to the others Because doing good to others is Doing good to myself And that is the Upanishadic ideal Given by Sri Krishna And he lived that life So what we want to conclude That Bhagavan, the Lord himself comes to set an example. And he came by his life fighting with the worst possible criminals and, and what do you call the demons. Physical demons, not psychological demons. Not intellectual demons. They are also demons. But it is physical demon, fighting with the physical demon. And you see what a uniqueness of Krishna. He fought with the psychological intellectual emotional spiritual demons also they're all good people in the in the in the Mahabharata period read, they have their greatness but intellectual demon you take their spirit twist it and explain it huh? and I am doing the right thing but what is right what is wrong in the perspective of the ultimate Peace and harmony of the world, that has been established by Sri Krishna. So, to fight and fight and fight, and never cry and weep. It does not fit you, Arjun, to cry and weep like a, a, a baby. What is that? It does not defeat you. Just rise up and fight out. Uh, This is our spiritual life also. To face the challenge, to take everything comes, but to know everything will pass. And I am to do the best I can do and to keep mind peaceful and detached. Uh, All our problems are problems because we cannot follow this one single advice of this detaching our expectation and expectation is good but expectation to be fulfilled if it does not then the world is going to dust to the dust so let sri krishna's life inspire us you can read sri krishna's life beautiful life should be available in different ways uh, bhagavad is a good book where you can find His childhood days, his his worries, his anxieties, what he had to do, and also some nice books are there on his ba. What is Bonomali? One lady wrote a book on Bonomali, is the name of that lady, but she has probably you may find in the bookstore. I don't know whether it is happy. That is that gives a very detailed description of Sri Krishna's all these how what are the challenges how he crossed them and how. He has blessed these spiritual ideals before us. So let the blessings of Krishna be on of all of us, so that we can also face our life's challenges, and not only the challenge, but also to be established in that peace and equanimity. Let the heart be unruffled by the struggles and challenges. What we have to confront. Thank you. Om Basudeva Sutam Devam Kangsha chanura mardhanam Devaki paramanannam Krishnan bande Jagad-gurum Om Shanti, 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 shanti <coughs> Krishna, the Lord, who was the loving child of Basudeva who killed the demons like Kaṅśa, Chanura, etc., and was the source of supreme bliss to his mother, Devaki. We adore him, the guru, the spiritual guide of the entire universe. Our salutations to him. Om peace, peace, peace be unto us all.